Welcome to Empowering Stories with Jen, where we share information and stories that inspire, add value, and empower others. Today is a very special episode because I will share with you an inspiring story about someone very dear to my heart, someone who had been most influential in my life, my grandfather, Marcelo Liloy Cabagnot. My grandpa, or as his grandchildren called him, Papalo, was a very inspiring person. He was the most kind-hearted, thoughtful, and loving person, not only to his family, but to many people, even to those who he didn't even know. You know, I remember when I was young, probably about seven or eight years old, when people would come to my grandparents' house looking for my grandpa. They were pretty much in and out all day, different people. One day there was a couple that came asking for my grandfather. Their son was sick and they needed to take him to the hospital, but they did not have the financial means to do so. Okay, so you guys have to know, my grandfather was not a wealthy person by any standards, but his wealth lay in his heart to help people in need, and so he did. He gave a bit of his money to get the boy in the hospital and sought other means to help them afford the boy's medication. The family was very thankful family was one of the many families he had helped, one that was that I was blessed to have, to have witnessed. There was also a time where a frantic man came to my grandparents' door. He was once again, you know, looking for my grandfather. There was a riot somewhere in our neighborhood, and a drunk, drunk man was causing the whole chaos. I wasn't sure at that time why, but they came to my grandpa, I guess for help. My grandpa put on his pants, went to the scene. The drunk man apparently was belligerent, swinging what looked like a machete to me. He was yelling, and the people around him were yelling, telling him to put the machete down. But he wouldn't listen. He continued swinging the machete around, scaring a lot of people. Finally, my grandpa called out his name, and he spun so quickly toward my grandpa's voice and said, Nong Liloy? in his drunken voice. My grandpa smiled and told him that everything was all right and had asked him to give him the machete. And the man did. The man cried, hugged my grandpa, and said sorry. Papala subdued the man, de-escalated the chaos, and sent everybody home safe and sound. Again, I really could not believe it. As a kid, knowing how respected he was in our community made me very proud. I wondered growing up why now and then, Various people would come to my grandparents' house bringing gifts. Some would bring fruit, some brought home-cooked meal, some would even offer money. But Grandpa would never accept the money, of course. I had asked my grandma, Florentina Cabagnot, known to us as Mama Florine. I asked her once why people gave us stuff. And she would only smile and say, because of your papaloa. Hmm, maybe I should have understood then. My grandfather helped many people in our community that were, that wherever we went, people would greet him, nod, smile. And I would ask him, Papa, who was that? And he would simply say, a friend. I later realized that he didn't even know many of them, but most likely he had helped them in some way. These were only a few examples of how helpful, thoughtful, kind my Papa was. But the most memorable story the most memorable story I want to share today is about Larga. Larga in Vistain means let's go. During summertime, my cousins from all over the Philippines would come and stay at my grandparents' home. 
They had a decent sized home. It wasn't too big or too small. I believe it was a three bedroom house. It was simple, but lots of golden and precious memories. During summertime, that house was filled with grandchildren laughing, yelling, running, crying, dancing, singing, everything you can think of. It was a lot of chaos, a lot of fun. We didn't care if we all slept on the floor, stuck together like sardines in a can. We had fun, and we made the most of our summertime. There were no complaints, especially whenever we hear Papalo yell, Larga, early in the morning. Some of us were still half asleep, but we all knew what it meant. It meant get up, get your bathing suit on, and head to the front porch where Papalo waited for all of us with a big smile in his blue swim shorts. I could still remember his stand, his smile, and that blue swim shorts vividly. My cousins and I learned to swim the old-fashioned way in Tagbilaran, Bohol, at a place called Tumoy. Tumoy means end. The place where my grandfather would take us swimming was a few minutes walk from their house. It was at the end, Tumoy, of the KFC Road, the Knot of Columbus Road. My grandfather would throw us in the ocean, and the older cousins who already knew how to swim would be there ready to help us swim. Then Papalo would join us. It was the best of time. It was the best time of my life, full of laughter, and full of fun. After a few hours in the ocean, Grandpa would take us to this one small mom-and-pop store where they would sell what we call in the province Binignit. I could still remember the store's name, Nang Ninang, which meant Mrs. Ninang. Ninang was the name of the owner. So Nang Ninang would ladle in some of her, her delicious Binignit a sweet hot treat made of uh, sweet rice and mung beans simmered in coconut milk. It was the perfect treat after swimming. Again, there were lots of laughter and fun, even when 20 kids had to share the treat. My grandparents migrated to the U.S. I believe I was, I'd say I was like eight years old, or maybe I was nine years old when my grandparents migrated to the United States. And even when they were so far away from all the grandkids, they never failed to send us gifts now and then. We were always in their thoughts. I had a privilege to live with my grandparents grandparents in Salt Lake Tahoe, California for a while. And I had witnessed both my grandparents' hard work and generosity, especially my papalo. Papalo did not leave his kind heart in the Philippines. He took it wherever he went. He found ways to help people in need even when he was in California. Whether driving them here and there, you know, some people need a ride to the airport or to the store, or even teaching people how to drive. Papalo was always ready to help. I don't know how much more I could emphasize how great my grandfather was. Papalo died on January 21, 1999. And my grandma followed years after. Of course, we all missed him very much. So I wanted to commemorate his life by sharing his empowering stories. These were just a few stories. There are several, several, hundreds of other stories that I could probably get from other people, from my mom, 
my mom's sisters, my elder cousins, of everything that my grandpa has done to a lot of people to help them. My grandpa was a great guy. So today, I wanted to commemorate his life by sharing his empowering stories. Today is Papalo's birthday in heaven, August 14. He would have been 97 years old. From all of us, Papalo, I say, Larga! Till we meet again. Have a wonderful birthday in heaven. We love you and miss you so much. Until we meet again, we love you and we miss you so much. Happy birthday, Papalo. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Empowering Stories with Jen. I hope it has added value to you today. Please don't forget to subscribe, spread the love, and share this podcast. Till next time, connect with someone, share your stories, and empower others. Have a blessed day. For more empowering stories, visit my website at jennifersenny.com or connect with me on my Instagram at author underscore jennifersenny.com.